0: Today on the podcast, we've got Ben Malone. He is the assistant head coach at Kansas State for the football team that is. He also played at Texas and played in the NFL for a handful of years. We wanted to bring him on to talk about name, image, and likeness, something that's coming up this summer. He's an advocate for athletes, and we've had a bunch of conversations off camera about this, but wanted to bring him on and get a little bit more in depth around this. The opportunities, the education, teaching the athletes, athlete empowerment. It also came in light of the new not NCAA property movement happening in the college basketball world. So we thought Van would be a great guest to have. We get pretty in depth about why we think it's important to educate and teach their athletes and all of his thoughts around this as well. We appreciate you listening and we hope you enjoy. All right, Van, so we've talked a bunch offline about this whole name image likeness deal. You were a college athlete a few years back. Now being A few, quite a few. (laughs) Quite a few, a little bit before us even. Yeah, I, and now being a college ho- college coach at a big school, you've been around this this deal for a while. And we've had a, t- a bunch of conversations, like I said offline, about this. So wanted to bring you on and talk about this whole name, image, likeness deal and and what it means for student athletes, especially with with this week the whole not NCA property movement going on in the college basketball. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But first, I want to get your thoughts as a coach and as a former player around name, image, likeness.
1: Well, you know, when I played. Uh, back with Moses, uh, you know, we we didn't. Student athletes were you, you you just you played, and you never had opportunity. You never had the opportunity to take advantage of the value that you created, you know, as a student athlete playing at whatever university. And so, you know, to see to see this on the horizon, to see student athletes being able because it was always talked about. Uh, but to see, you know, student athletes being able to take advantage of this opportunity is, is, is pretty cool. I actually, I would like to try on some cleats and see if I could go back out there. <laughs> uh, I, I may not get any endorsements or sign no autographs, but at least give it a try.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you know, for, for us, our whole deal is like, so you played big time college football. You played at Texas and you were lucky enough to go play in the NFL for
1: three years yeah I okay. actually i played a little bit longer than that but let's just stop there okay I'll a couple tell you years. quickly
0: all right all right yeah. <laughs> so but you, you play for a handful of years let's call it that yeah. now most people aren't going to be able to do that most yeah. athletes i have no chance of making a single dollar in the sport but but our deal is like you're a kicker who I don't know if your kicker is good enough playing in the NFL or not, but but that dude can make money off a of statement. It's like this based around the opportunities, if, if he wants to take advantage of all this stuff. And that's where we think a lot of people aren't discussing out in public form at this point.
1: Well, and I think that's, that's really the cool part of it is that when you have educated athletes, educated student athletes, they can all take advantage of this. You know, they not, not just the, not just the starting quarterback, but, but they all have the opportunity to take advantage of the of their names. You know what I mean. If if the starting kicker, and then and then you know, I always go. Well, I know we'll know we'll talk about this later, but but I try to get guys to understand the value that you may have because they will fall into the uh, idea that that it's only for the big name stars. You know, and and when they realize there that You know, you all have a certain type value and and it's kind of tied into sometimes it's tied into the things that that you like doing. Right. Not necessarily your performance on the football field or basketball or the courts, uh, but the things that you may like to do.
0: Yeah, that's that's our deal is like, I don't care if you're a football player. I want your social to be football-esque you know, talk to me about the workouts, talk to me about games. I know who you are, but I want to know who the the person is behind it. I want to know the soccer player, who she is off the field and and all that stuff. That's the stuff that that really helps build a community. Now you've got this elevated platform of being a Kansas State football player or Tulane soccer player, whatever your sport and your your school is. You've got this elevated platform. Now build the community around all this stuff.
2: Right, right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. even, even looking at like niche things like kicking, punting, you got like uh, Mac, the McAfee show or whatever, where he's like for the uh, brand. McAfee, like something, yeah, yeah, something so small like that, but he, there's only how many kickers across the country? He would elevate that too, and now you got millions of eyeballs just because you're in some niche, like kind of vertical. No doubt. Thing, so right, which so, yeah. which
1: again it it's not it's not only it's not only the guy that that we all think of you know it's it's a niche right and so so there is a group of people who only go down that road and and so you're able to to reach those audiences And, and again with the education with social media which I didn't have uh, as a student athlete, we we didn't have right. Yeah. It's and not that so, old. Yeah. So so now you you have to broaden your vision. You have to realize that you have the opportunity as a student athlete now to reach people worldwide. You know, and and football. Just using the example of football is a worldwide sport. But when you think of when you think of the other sports, you know, then then those sports, soccer, right, those track and fields those sports are you know when you talk about other parts of the world you're able to reach fans uh who that that you'd never be able to reach you know without social media number one but now you can capitalize on that i i just like i said it just ends up being you know a a cool thing all around
0: yeah what what do you what do you say to the because there's a lot of people that still aren't on board with this, and even some people that are publicly like, "Hey, we want to support the student athletes," and blah blah blah. We know that's BS. There's a lot of that talk, and that's why there's probably a hiccup in Congress and a hiccup in some of the states and that sort of deal. What do you say to those types of people, whether it's administrators or coaches, that are like, "You know, I don't like this." Go ahead.
1: Well, there's a part of me that 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 is also reluctant. You know, there's a part of me that is also reluctant, and and it go and it deals with the education, right? So you know you these are student athletes that you are uh unleashing the world upon you know Mm -hmm. what i mean when i say the world i'm talking about the nasty people you know (laughs) the people that want to take advantage of them financially you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so so there again the education we have to do a great job of educating the student athletes uh because you know I have three sons and I know that neither of those three guys is ready to be, to be put out into the, the world of, of business, right? To, mm-hmm. to be negotiating their own contracts to, fairly, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so you, you, you place, you run the risk if we don't do it the right way, of placing our student athletes in harm's way, and so if there's a reluctance for me, it's that is is um, making sure that we that we are educating because our, our student athletes have a vision of this. You know, they, they have a <laughs> just, vision. this money somewhat,
0: coming at their yeah, face. It, yeah, it, yeah, it,
1: It's somewhat distorted. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and and it's 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 clearly going affect. It's going to affect all all realms of, of college sports, which goes down into recruiting, mm-hmm. which trickles into high school and as I mm-hmm. prepare for um you know for that next step. So I just think we have to be very careful uh a- as we move forward because um you know you don't want to you don't want to jump into and I've heard this in, in my in my research of of name image likeness that you don't want to leave the the college athlete model. You won't, you don't want to go into the professional model, right? Uh, but but there are some aspects that we definitely have to explore. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I think to to
0: us, Tim and I, to me, this is. There's obviously some some potential negative aspects of this. There's some you're going to have people getting take advantage of. But if, if I was a musician and I went to Kansas State, I could make. I could make money off of my music. Right. So that's, that's always my number one argument on this. And then two is the education is so damn important and they don't, you know, there's a lot of, we talk to 35 year old athletes or 32 year old athletes who are just the same in the fact that they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they have got somebody guiding them in some direction. That's probably not the right direction. So like it's so important to have them understand like, what the hell they're doing, why they're doing it, the stuff not to do, the stuff to do, how to build a community, how not like there are going to be some people where money is just going to be thrown in their face. And that'll be great for the, the elite of the elites. But there's lots of people that will have to if they want to put in work and create a, a long term business. And like, like I've said this before. When I quit as a player at Bowling Green, I was the fifth corner as a sophomore. I could have made money off my name, image, likeness. I had a a pretty good name in the Cleveland, Ohio area. I could have sold a footwork program or a membership or something like that. You know, like I, my vertical had increased a bunch. I could have sold some, some stuff on that. But so that, that's why I say it's not like, if you want to put in some work and you want to understand how to use social, you can build from all this stuff.
1: Right. Which, which, and and again, in the education I tell the players that listen, man, it's like when you go into the weight room, right? If you go into the weight room and you don't get under the bench press and you don't push yourself and you don't figure out how to uh, work with the right technique, you won't get stronger, right? You won't see the gains. And it's the same thing when you talk about developing your brand, when you talk about marketing yourself, uh, you know, and, and, and just thinking, being intentional, being strategic about this part of your life, if you want to get into this. Now, you're a student athlete, you're running back, you, you know, so there's another part of your life. But if you want to take advantage of, of this part, it's going to require the same amount of work that you put in as a tennis player. It's going to require the same amount of work that you put in as a power forward. And it, mm-hmm. won't, just, it won't just happen, which, again, I say, a student athletes, or in in a way some of them thinking that you know the money is just going you know it's just going to come out at you and you know there'll be deals coming up, you know all over the place and and I don't know if it'll happen just that way for yeah. all student athletes yeah yeah
0: it, and it won't it'll it'll be there'll be some Trevor Lawrence Zion Williamson like they'll just be getting hundreds of thousands of dollars on their, their way in deals most people won't be like that but even so like when we've talked to, and I probably said this to you, when we've talked to the past and we've talked to college coaches, football, men's and women's basketball, mostly for us, is like if you're watching the women's basketball tournament, one of the most marketable athletes in all of sports is Paige Backer's playing for UConn right now. And a lot of these football people are like, wait, what, who's this? Who's this person? Because they don't maybe understand who she is and what she's done and how she's built on social. Right. She's got a, a phenomenal following. I, she must be at 600,000 on Instagram and, and maybe close to a million across platform. She's big on TikTok and stuff like that. She's super marketable. I hope she has some sort of good management team in place when this all opens up and she can take advantage of this. Because even when she goes to the WMBA, she ain't making that much money. Right. But yeah. but so I so I, I love the opportunities that it to, to us, it's an equalizer. I don't care if you're Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is maybe an outlier, but but like let's say like a seventh right. round pick yes. or somebody like me who's the fifth corner or someone who's a backup guard on the, soccer, the women's basketball team at Kansas State or whatever. Like, there's an equalizer. You can use this platform of who you are and where you are to then build around it. Long-term. That's right.
1: It, it's it, Again, it, you have the capability to go worldwide, right? And so I'm, I'm always teasing with our players. I'll say, listen, I'm, I'm not going to give away all my ideas. But, <laughs> but, but, OK, you're a guy who likes fishing. Right, you have a phone. You go on your fishing trip. Now you're you're talking about you're talking to the to the um, to the bait company. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you like fishing. There's a lot of people that like fishing. There's a lot of fans from different teams, different sports who like fishing as well. Mm-hmm. So now you're able to reach those people. Again, it just requires work. It requires some intentional focus. To be able to to take the things that you simply that you like to do, and to be able to, to capitalize on. Them.
2: And, and boat sales is up forty percent this year with the pandemic. Yeah. Fun what fact of the day. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it is about boat and sales. Yeah. yeah right? There you
0: go. Well, there you go. Yeah, they're they're pretty tied together, I assume. At some to some degree, not yeah. everyone who goes on a boat is going fishing, but but that you're so right with that is the is to build around what you care about, that other stuff, where, where the, the real angle is going to be on this. Now, like we're in March Madness. And so let's talk a little bit about the not NCAA property deal. So basically, for anyone who doesn't know, it's, it's a, couple, a handful of men's basketball players came out with this not NCAA property hashtag. And they were, they were people were calling it a protest. It's not necessarily a protest. But one guy at Michigan, Isaiah Livers, who's injured but a really good player was wearing a not ncaa NCAA property t-shirt and they were all over it on the telecast so much so that mark emmert who's the head of the ncaa finally addressed it was like we'd love to talk to to this group and and then he said he'll do it in a couple weeks they said we want it by friday that's the last that's as of like two two hours ago or something like that the latest but but I, don't, I want to get your reaction on that, your thoughts on it, one, and then how they're going about it.
1: Well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know as much about um, the uh, the organization, a group, but yeah. but I do know, you know, in dealing with student athletes today, they really they have a reach, like you talked earlier, a platform that's very different than than any student athlete before them, and so I, I just. I respect the fact that they are um, that they are aware and that they are using their platforms to 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 bring awareness to to things that affect them. And like I said, I, I have to research more. But um, man, I, I you know what I I I would like to know more. And you know why I'd like to know more? It's because they were able and they were courageous enough to to within their place to. You know, make an announcement, right? And, yep, yep. and I don't know. I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if previous athletes have ever done that. If they've ever been aware enough, courageous enough to to do those things. And um, I, I, I think that you know their meeting with Mark Emery would would probably be fruitful.
2: Yeah, I I also think like I would imagine the coach knew that he was going to wear that out on the court too. Oh yeah. Jawan Howe is the, he- the head coach. Right. 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 So, he I had mean, like, known, Right, It right. goes out, goes back to the coach too. Like being able to like be open to supporting instead of, you know, I, I would imagine there's a handful of coaches out there would say, you're not absolutely not. You're not wearing this out on the court today.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, you know, that that has to be the individual coach, the individual program. Yeah. It has yeah. to be um, the player who he's dealing with right. you know, to, to understand for that player. If, mm-hmm. Most of the times, as a coach, if, if a, we we are developing these men and women to be functioning people, positive people in our society, and so that comes that comes at a cost at times. And if those if if our players can express why they want to do something, and um, you know show a, a a plan to be able to do it in a civil manner, that's what you know this c- country was built on. And so, you know, you, you have to support them. You, you have to educate them, right? And, and and I think, you know, that's the responsibility of coaches is to educate them, to, to make sure that they are doing and going about things the right way. Uh, because, you know, there's there's growth that has to happen on in this period of of, we talking about college student athletes in this Mm -hmm. period of their lives and we as coaches take great responsibility in that
2: yeah Yeah, i think you're absolutely right of like the athlete like what what is their intention and molding it around that i think is a good way to describe that right and and they
0: they've done a good job you know we've talked about this before is like the messaging behind it. it it wasn't they weren't like FU, Mark Emmert, the NCAA. They were very smart and strategic with how they put together the message. I'm sure they sat down and, and it's a small group of, of people. I don't know exactly who's involved. They keep naming three basketball players. And I don't, I'm sure there's a lot more than that behind the scenes, but they've done a great job of, of creating that message in a manner that, that it's not, it's not um, combative. Right. I don't think you want
1: to do that. You, you, because you know, the minute, and and again, that's where coaches come in that, you know, when you become combative, when you become belligerent, then people stop listening and, and your message is lost in that. And so, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to kind of learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, so last thing I want to talk about is, I know We've talked about this, and I've heard on your "Winners Win, Leaders Lead" podcast by Coach Bam Malone. Uh, you talk about everything that you did from a from a coaching standpoint. So you're being the assistant head coach. You're super hands on with a lot of the stuff that goes on the program, more than just like a position coach typically would be. And we go last year. You start. You've got a pandemic hits. You've got this this crazy social injustice deal. I mean, all across the country, you guys had something specific at Kansas State that was pretty gross. And now this whole name image likeness, and we're really starting to see a difference in how athletes are viewing themselves, I think, and the power behind that. So you alluded to it a little bit, but talk to us a little bit about how you're coaching athletes, your specific athletes around all of this stuff. And before they just are like, screw this guy or F this person or, or whatever, how are you trying to help them, guide, guide them in, in their messaging?
1: Again, I go back to to this athlete. This athlete, they're, we, they're they're more socially aware. They're they're much more informed because they can pick up their phones, and Siri can tell them anything about everything. Mm-hmm. And they have YouTube videos, and they are connected to one another all over the country, uh, across different sports. They're on different platforms, and. And so so, so you, have to, you have to operate with this athlete in a different way than you, than you operated with my era of athlete. Because my era of athlete, they did it because you said do it. And if it was wrong, if it was right, they just did it. And, and even at times when they didn't necessarily agree, they still just did it. And so this athlete is a different athlete, this athlete recognizes the level of exposure they recognize what you said earlier the platform that they have again they're more socially aware and so you as a coach as a leader of these athletes you you have to you have to come with you first of all you have to hear them right you have to be willing to listen to to their their ideas their thoughts i think that's very important to to this era of athletes and then you have to to i think you have a responsibility to educate them right with with your uh experience and you know share with them that you do understand abc you know you see it this way but maybe maybe it'd be better to go about it this way rather than the, the way you're trying to go about it. And uh, I won't say keep them out of trouble, but you know, when I was young, right, even though I was a compliant athlete, but when I was young, I could get fired up and, and start rolling in a different direction, right? Because you're at that stage, you're invincible, right? You don't necessarily think about what might come tomorrow. And, and so I, I think it's important as coaches as leaders of these young men and women that that we allow them to express but we have to make sure that you know in their process we don't allow them to do things that you know tomorrow they may regret you know what i mean and so keeping them keeping them keeping them aligned with whatever their expressions are whatever their wishes are but you know you don't want them you don't want them to, to go off the deep end in that in that way yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I mean you can
0: you can put something out in the heat of the moment that could end a career or or dismantle a, a relationship or whatever and just right. like that. And it might it that. might
1: be an idea that, you know, it it because again, you only got so many characters, right? And all of a sudden you throw it in into a box and wait a minute, that's not what I meant. Well, it's too late. It's out there and mm-hmm you have 10,000 people that see it this way and you have 20,000 that see it that way, you're not going to be able to, you know, PS 10,000 people, you mm-hmm. know, it's out there, it's over. And uh, then as you explain it away, you got 15,000 more who don't get the explanation, you know? And so you just have to be careful and make sure that whatever the message is, is that you are, that that you know they're trying to deliver, that it gets delivered the right way. Yeah, it makes sense. Tim, anything else you wanted to ask?
2: No, as you're explaining it, it, it makes so much sense. And it's like, you guys as coaches have always been, you know, like big brother, make sure that they're not, you know, going certain directions, help guide them into, you know, becoming men and women or whatnot. But now you just have a few more nets you have to like, grab. Oh, like don't post this on social, make sure right. you, you know, <laughs> instead of like right. just go forward, it's a few more nets to bring them back in.
1: Well, and then that's also, you know, uh, a different world because, you know, a coach has to be willing to to operate in that world you know what i mean cuz mm-hmm. if you as a coach you don't know anything about social media you don't know the difference in and tweeting and and tiktokking right and and so now you're in this world and so i think there also has to be a level of respect that you have to have for the student athlete enough so that you go into his or her world mm-hmm. and th- that you that's important enough for you as a coach to to not live in that world, but operate in that world so that you know, you know, what they're going through, right? Cause I didn't understand why it's so important for someone to like your stuff. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is that is key, you know, in this world we live in. The yeah. likes and the views. That's key. You know, I sometimes look at my own posts, Whoa, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> really they sure nobody see that nobody yeah, see that. repost, repost
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's what you do you repost so right. is, it, is it bad to repost right somebody might i'm reposting and i'm getting teased and because i'm an old coach i don't even realize i'm not some, it's not cool to repost well listen yeah. the world that i'm from if they don't look at it i show it to them again right yo,
0: <laughs> right yeah I'm, I'm in on that i retweet my tweets yeah right?
1: retweet
0: my tweets. <laughs> make sure they see it but coach, we appreciate the time. Like like we said before, we've had this conversation or similar conversation to this offline. I wanted wanted to bring you on here and talk about it and be a little bit more in depth in the whole not NCAA property. I think is is a good time to revisit this. There's not a ton of college coaches across the country saying what you're saying. Uh, they might say behind closed doors, and they might say it if people ask them. But but I think it's important to to showcase your mindset around this in front of coaches and athletes and administrators and say like this, this is something that should be pushed and athletes deserve this type deal. Yeah. Well, I,
1: I just think it's coming, you know, it's yeah. coming. Yep. And uh, you know, it, it's like the new model car, you know, you, you, you like the 2010 uh, Ford Focus, but the 11 is coming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, the design has changed on it. You know what I mean? And, and so we, 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 we're going to accept it because it's going to be on the road regardless.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why I think it's so important. Like once you get to that mindset, it's like, all right, now we help our guys. How can we help right. them? How can we educate them? Because it's happening. The people that want to fight it, it, you can fight it for a couple more months and that's about it. It's happening. Now you got to be proactive. And, and right. Well, Americans. it's already happened.
1: There, You know, there are states that have already yep, yep. Know, passed laws and they are, they are ready to be enacted. Yep. And, you know, uh, I, I just believe that, you know, it'll be a situation where because because most people who are involved in athletics, they're doing it for for the young people. And so we'll all get on the same page. We'll make sure that they're educated, which I think is very important. And and we'll move forward past this stage. You know, uh, there, there are many stages as we look at our at our at our country where you would say, oh, no, we'll never do that. And we're doing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Look at some of the commercials, That's uh, the evolution TV shows uh, that 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 are on. You know, I, I, I just noted I would never see a naked person on TV.
0: <laughs>
1: they got them. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Cool. Well, Coach, we appreciate the time. Thank you again.
1: Thank you, guys.